You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Good evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to the first official podcast of the new year where we have the entire band back together. I could not say I'm excited more than to see my best friends, Ken Alfred and uh, Jason Lyons. <laughs> Fellas, how are we doing? Oh, happy new year, all Blue Jays fans. Uh, we're doing, I think we're doing all right right now. It's uh, it's weird how quickly the holidays came by. Like, that's usually what I look forward to the most. And just like that, like a fart in a dust storm, it's already done. <laughs> there it is exactly so jason how are you doing you got well you know north and cold again yeah i'm back in the uh i'm back in the great white north uh, after a couple of weeks in in sunny maui and uh <laughs> i will say this um i, I mean maui is a, a you know is a very special place to our family and i know to lots of families that do go there and really you cannot get a good grip of the devastation of what that August fire did to the city, uh, town of Lahaina. Um, we were, you know, you're able to see some of it and the shock of it straight up, just the memorials and the, you know, 7,600 people that are displaced that are just trying to find places to live. It's, it really is shocking. Um, and you know, they really have to stop dragging their feet. The the um, the governor of Hawaii, um, Joe Biden. Uh, I don't get political a lot, but this has got to happen. This is a this is a jewel in the American crown. This is possibly the nicest place, the Hawaiian Islands, and Maui is one of the jewels, and it needs to be fixed. They need to start like like literally. From August to now, they just started removing burned out vehicles. That's it. They haven't touched any of the soil. They haven't done any of the testing. None of these poor people have been even allowed to go back and see what's what with their homes. Um, It's ridiculous. And we dealt with it here in BC. The town of Lytton was burnt right to the ground. Mm. And this is two full years and still nothing has happened. Um, So it's a little embarrassing, but it was great. Right before we got there, of course, Aaron Judge did a, uh, a cool thing there, and apparently I watched some video on it and, and um, got a really, really neat look at, at the person that Aaron Judge is, and uh, seems like a really good dude, and he did a lot for the city. And then, of course, the Century was there right after, so it was pretty cool for me and the boys and Kim to go out and check out the golf course being set up for an actual PJA event. Um, I golfed every day. Uh, it was incredible. It was phenomenal. Couldn't be any better. So happy new year, everybody. And now we're going to talk about baseball. Yep. Yes. And we won't get too more political than that. I will say that. But to that point, I hope they get something going. I'll drink to that. Absolutely. Because yeah. they need to, like you said, that's just the unfortunate reality unfortunate, that disasters happen. I know they're having those, some of those similar things going on in Japan, too, at that point yeah. right now. And yeah. Oh, my God. Whatnot. Yes. So <laughs> let's hope that at least we can provide some goofing around level here and get people out of their mindset if there are some things obviously eating on them whatever it might be <laughs> and to that point there is not as much that we would like to talk about with Toronto Blue Jays baseball but here we are and we're gonna get it going and we're gonna talk first things first because since the last time this gang was together there have been two signings and not the two we were hoping but two that'll work in some fashion to help this team hopefully get better so the first one is you guys get to make fun of me because we get to have Kevin Kiermeyer back for another two seasons, I believe, is what the final deal was. So at the end of the day, I am fine with this because this is the move, I think, at this time that fits this team the best. You need another outfielder, and there's nothing saying that he's the main outfielder in this equation, too, because they're still looking for another one, possibly, that at least allows us to play around. That was my issue with it last year. He wasn't the full-time, he was a full-time guy. He's going to be somehow varying a fourth outfielder slash playing 75 to 80% of the time in center field. That's more comfortable for me. Jason, we'll start with you. How are you thinking? Um, You know, I I actually quite like the move. I was a little disappointed when they took as long as they did to do it. I thought it was kind of a no-brainer. Him and Springer seemed to be getting along well. 
Um, he seems to fit in with the team. Um, he's got good speed. I mean, they did sign him for a lot of money, but I mean, it's kind of what you have to do in this day and age. I mean, look at what Tay Oscar got today. Like, I mean, it's, it's insane the money that they're throwing out here. Um, but for all intents and purposes, I feel like he's a very solid outfielder. He can play all three fields. Um, he gets on a lot to, to, you know, like, like, what do they say in Moneyball? He gets on base, right? So, I mean, he's one of those guys that, that, you know, if we remove some of the mayhem from last year, I actually think if they'd gotten by the twins, he could have been a really huge part of the parts of that hopeful, but. You know, he's back. I like him. He's got a good attitude. He seems to love the city and the fans. So, you know, 39 rocks on for another two years in a Blue Jays uni. Yeah. And to that point, Ken, we got another guy that, regardless if he can get on base or not, we got a guy near the bottom of this order that can just be a vacuum cleaner in center field. Another gold glove for Kevin Kiermeyer this past season. What's the importance of us having all that great defense up the middle with Kevin Kiermeyer playing center? Well, you know, I think, he was like one of the core pieces that we had in the outfield, right? So we had him, Varsho, and Springer. And it looks like they're all coming back together again for it. I mean, as much as I'm happy to have Kiermaier back, I do question, though, because, I mean, as much as I, he loves Toronto, that's great. Why did he take so long to sign? Was he really just testing out to see if anyone was going to offer him as much as the Jays? Or was he kind of knew that he was going to be with the Jays all along and just tried to, you know, make a sweat for it? I think in some cases, those guys, I think, you know, with a deal like this, where it's not a, a you know, it's not a world ender. Um, I think it was probably agreed to quite a while ago. And they said, hey, Cal, we're just going to sit on this until, you know, some of the biggest pieces land. And then, you know, with Tay Oscar, you know, with, with Tay Oscar and Bellinger really being the only two last massive names out there, I think they probably said, okay, let's just tell the people we've got this done. And then the Blue Jays fans can stop ripping their hair out as as free agents get taken off the board. So I feel like it was a PR move as much as it was probably done within, you know, a couple of weeks of, of when they said it was actually done. But we'd have to ask Kev himself. Correct. But in that point, too, there, we were quote unquote in on Shohei Otani. If he was going to be in, that's one of the bats that you would be wondering what else we would do for your offseason at that point. You had to know what that chip was going to do before you trickled it down. And honestly, I don't know what you guys read into this whole thing, but this read to me that we're done with Kevin, with, uh, Kevin Kimura as a Blue Jay. We're done with the Cody Bellinger nonsense. I was going to ask about amazing that. amazing plethora of money that he's asking for. It was wondering to me either, is this a master strategy move to say, we're fine without you. If you want to come to Toronto, fine. This is the price. And whatever that bottom line that they established at that time with Cody Bellinger was, or is this just fine? Great. If we can't get the offense, it's going back to our school in mantra of last year. At least we got somebody that is insanely talented defensively. And you're trying to make that up on the other side of the ball rather than hitting home runs. And you hope for the flip of this whole thing, which is Vladdy and everybody rake like they're supposed to. What do you think? Vladdy's the linchpin. Vladdy is the linchpin for this entire series, a season. And it, I, I'm I'm starting to get a little bit um, uh, jaded by all of this, you know, nonsense with people not signing and the, the, the BS that goes with, with, you know, all of this crap. Like, I mean, I've read a lot and I'm sure that we'll talk about sort of the four names that are still floating out in the ether, but... When it comes down to it, I, this afternoon, I took 10 minutes out of my day to go to just go and have a look at what the Jays current lineup looks like. And if you don't sign anybody else, they're not all that bad. Like they're certainly not, you know, 28th in the league based on what they have. They have a really good, talented lineup. Now, could they add some pieces? Absolutely. And, and they're probably going to need at least one of these guys that are out there. But there is no way that I am throwing the money that Cody Bellinger is talking about wanting. There's no way I am doing that with the up and down seasons this guy has had for the last four years. And for him to have the audacity to have one good year after one of the worst in baseball history, he needs to give his name Like. <laughs> and I can understand why the Cubs aren't, you know, or, or anyone else isn't jumping at signing this guy. I mean, it's a ticking time bomb. You're either going to get one of the best offensive left-handed batters in the league, or you're going to get me, a terrible left-handed batter. 
right? Like, I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a guy that hits a buck 18 or three thirty. You know what I mean? It's, it's, there's no middle it's ground with Cody. of either end. Right. Yes. And so, I mean, you know, to have him as be, to be your savior, like if somebody it, like, unfortunately I feel so bad, but I think that, you know, a team like Seattle might sell out to get this guy because they're losing names right now. I, I am so happy that he's sort of fallen off the Blue Jays' radar. Um, now, watch, they'll sign him tomorrow or something <laughs> stupid like that because everything be about how this show goes without yeah. luck. Everything <laughs> I've thought has been wrong so far. So, Joy and Tony's coming. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you want to, do you want to break down the other guys? Do you want to, I mean, how do you want to? Well, I kind of like that idea where you were going there for a minute. And um, I wanted, I'm trying to find it because I, Let's just say I've been going through, if you haven't noticed, all my old baseball cards and shit on this show, yes. Yes. <laughs> which has been fun. I found Furby Puckett and, um, crap, who did I else I find? Oh, Bo Jackson. How do I not <laughs> love finding a Bo Jackson rookie card love the other Bo day? Jackson. I didn't even know I had it. <laughs> um, so in the midst of that, I have also been finding all these wonderful old programs Ooh, and, look at that. and oh. all these things Was that, that are all over the place. Like and the, I hung this up with a reminder to talk about today. This guy right here, got yep. Ren Wells, Roy Halliday, and Alexis Rios on it. And I can't help but look at the Blue Jays lineup and think about these Angry Bird freaking years. And just let me put this lineup before you and see okay. if this sounds any kind of terribly familiar where you were going. You know, had Kelly Johnson playing second base. Mm-hmm. We had Dwayne Wise as an outfielder on the bench. Jose Molina, J.P. Aaron Sebia, Edwin, Brett Laurie, uh, the inevitable tr- you know, country world traveler that is Mike McCoy, <laughs> Jose Batista, uh, uh, where else was I? Adam Lynn, Colby Rasmus, and David Cooper were on the bench. Hmm. It's a bunch of nobodies. It's four, it's four good bats and a bunch of nobodies. Correct, but to that point, am I really that much farther than that when I have what we have at the bottom of our lineup past Bo, <laughs> Laddie, you know what I mean? I, it just Maybe it's the what we've been living in with just barely making the playoffs the last few years that was starting to feel a little bit like just missing the playoffs from all these years. <laughs> I don't know if that was what it was. If this was a 90-win like, team. I think that's a great point, Craig, and I think what... What, you know, when you look at the active roster for the Jays right now and you get sort of past the top guys, when you get into the Ernie Clements and you get into the Spencer Horowitzes and the, the Leo Jimenez and Otto Lopez and guys like that, David Schneider. I mean, we there's a lot of Brett Lorries in this lineup. Yeah, a lot of Brett Lorries, just less tattoos <laughs> um, and less Red Bull. Yes, way less. <laughs> way less. The big thing is, is you, and you have to keep in mind this, is we have a bunch of these guys who proved last year that they can play at the major league level. And some of them at a much higher level than anyone had anticipated. Now, is Davis Schneider going to go into training camp, hit 400, walk through the year, you know, like he did this year? Exactly. Who the hell knows? This guy is a complete anomaly. And there's other guys that are on this roster, like Nathan Lukes, like, um, you know, like, uh, and and for me, this is one that I've really got my fingers crossed is Addison Barger. I would really like to see Barger play in the majors this year with a full shot at playing. You know, yeah, having and the flip of that, the Ralvis Martinez, yes, who is yeah, also same. in that. So, you know, when you start to, you know, like there's talk about Reese Hoskins and there's talk about, you know, the guys going down this short list of of sort of good bats or mediocre bats even that are left out there to take. And Yes. You know, full credit to these guys. You know, Jock Peterson seems like a nice enough dude with his blonde hair and his weird antics and all the rest of it. But do I want the Jays taking on Jock Peterson in his contract? Not one snowball's chance in hell do I want to see that. Love you, Jock. Or, or it's just money and you don't get anything else. No, don't want him. <laughs> don't want him that he can go somewhere else. He's never been a team guy. He's always had issues with that kind of stuff. Now, you know, there is someone out there that I really, really, really would be full in if they do want it to 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 make a big impact move. Um, you know, I think that Solaire could really, really, really change the uh the compass for the Jays this year, let's just say. Yeah. Um well seeing he, we're there. 
let's yeah, let's go on that one because we were definitely going to talk. That's the reason that the title of the show tonight is is a former World Series MVP worth it and a good fit for this ball club. Jorge Soler is famous for going off in the playoffs the year he was with the traded to the Atlanta Braves. This is only two years ago, three years ago, one or the other. Yeah. But to that point, World Series MVP. But he did better than Freddie Freeman. All these other guys, they research, uh, rejoining the team at the time, Raul Acuna Jr. And was the story from that World Series. So to your point, Jason, you talk about this team needing a power bat. Fine, great. Put him in the sixth spot. Let him hit 30 home runs in the Rogers Center. It's not the worst. No. I mean, no do, you realize, do you realize that this is a guy that no one's talking about and he hit 36 home runs, 75 RBIs, and hit 250 last year. And no one's talking about him. No one's like, and you talk about needing a fourth outfielder. Okay, great. Move all those other guys around. We were just talking about to your point, Ken, I'm having Kiermaier, Barsho, and Springer. Great. You got some guy that can play both corner outfielders, and you have two guys that can play center in Barsho and Kiermaier. That's a hell of a balance. And it does it give you the option as well, possibly, of if the Jays get hot right off the bat and they're going in. It, it, does that give you the availability? Because, I mean, I know that the Jays don't want to give up on Varsho yet. Like, I mean, this that would be one of the biggest kicks in the nuts if they, if they oh, well, we're going to trade Varsho because we made a huge mistake trading away our future catcher and, you know, possibly one of the best offensive players in the game right now. So let's not talk about that. But if you get really sick of like, ripping baseball card packs that keep getting Gabriel Moreno rookie cards in, right. I get dumped <laughs> Like a sign <laughs> there, Craig. Like a sign. something. If you get a guy like Soler, does it give you the option to then look at trading Varsho? Because he's got decent value. He can catch and he can play the outfield. There's teams who are so on like their depth is so low at catcher that they will be after this guy if he was made available. And then maybe do you look at getting uh, you know, a hard hitting second baseman or a guy with a ton of speed or you know, like there's there's guys, there's there's deals to be made early in the season that might really benefit us having an extra outfielder that allows us to move one of the ones we currently have. Yeah, well, not to mention this flip-flop and DH like we were talking about. And by the way, remember, Sol- Jorge Soler is a free agent. You're not giving up any. No, not yeah. Another bonus. Just paying, throw a brick of money at him. Um, to the other point that you mentioned on, I and I, again, I'll present this to you. Today, Teoscar Hernandez just made $23 million on a one-year deal. Jorge Soler, at the age of 31, is looking for an extended deal. So he's looking probably for something in the three-year range. Hmm. Or he doesn't have anything to prove. He had almost a 2.0 war last year. So he, to Jason's point a minute ago, had a really good season. Do you think he's worth somewhere in that ballpark of $23 million a year? Because... I have a strange feeling with those numbers, he's going to get that. And then having the comp of being, I'm just as good as take Oscar Hernandez on offense. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, as much as it would have been lovely to have uh, Teoscar back, because I know we talked about that a few episodes ago, you know, Solaire does seem kind of enticing because we are not giving up anybody for him. Uh, and like you said, throw the brick of money. I, I'm not against that, right? If he can have, if he can hit 36 home runs this year, that's, that could be literally the spark. If, if he's, whacking the ball all over the place, then maybe that might just entice Vlad to do it and Bo to do it and all the other guys that, uh, you know, that hit okay, okay, our standards, but obviously from a major league standards. But um, yeah, it would be nice to have him uh, on board and can't go anything wrong with that. You made an interesting point in that, Ken, that um, he had 36 home runs, you said, last year, right, Jason? 38, I think, but 38. Either, he almost hits 40 home runs. You all know how have seen what the Miami Marlins stadium looks like, right? Yeah. It's cavernous. He hit that many home runs with a giant ballpark. <laughs> I'm so surprised the Yankees aren't all, all over this guy. I mean, he would be hitting balls out to that short porch three or four a week. All day. And so here's the other thing. So you look at their two salaries. So last year, Soler made 15 million. Teoscar made 14 million. So comparatively, I think if you were to go to Soler and offer him 22 and give him five years, I think he'd take it. I think he'd be in that wheelhouse where that's the kind of money he wants to make. And Ken, I feel like you made a really good point there. 
I feel like one of the things that the Jays are missing right now is someone to push Vladdy. I feel like Vladdy has become kind of nice person. And I feel like one of the things that Vladdy needs, and he has proved it by winning the home run derby when people push him. As soon as he is pushed, he performs. And I don't feel like this current team, because there's no one really behind him at first, there's nobody nipping at his heels. So, I mean, if, if you can get somebody in who may take that spotlight away from him, he's, you know, get the McCain's commercials and the no crust sandwich commercials and the, you know, whatever, the soul glow commercials. Like, I mean, if there's someone who can start to do that, and I guarantee you when the Jays were talking about, about Shohei, that he was, that uh, Vladdy was sweating bullets about losing this team. Because right now, he is the face of this team. There is no one who does more commercials. There is no one who you see associated more with the Jays. If you see an MLB commercial, it is the Jays that, that, that and it's him. It, it's, it, if it's not him, it's Bo mm, Light. Like every now and again, it's Bo. But for the most part, it's Vladdy. So if a guy like Soler comes in, you know, around the same age, way faster. I mean, this kid can fly. He's, you know, incredibly fast in the outfield. And he's really fast on the bases. So he gives you that flair that an Acuna does where he's stealing bases. You know, like there's, um, I just watched the replay. It was the uh, the play of the year, I think, when um, uh, when uh, Cruz stole second, third, and home. Like, I mean, yep. just to watch that and then have them start to mention some of the names of guys while the broadcast was going on of guys that they think they can do that. And he was one of the names that the Cincinnati broadcasters said as being one of the only guys Acuna, Soler, and and Cruz to be able to do that. So, I mean, that's rare air. So, if you want... And that's a part of his game he hasn't used either. Right. He hasn't stole a lot of bases in his career, If he, but uh, maybe that's the difference of being around somebody them. like Bo, some of these guys that actually could teach him that next They don't feel in Miami. It's not a Correct. thing they do. They're, they're station, station baseball. It's bad baseball. But you get, a, you get a pony like that and you let him out of the stable, geez Louise, like it could be like to the level of Yasiel Puig when he was, you know, sort of let out of where you were going as, as a Dodger. I mean, no one knew anything about this guy. And then all of a sudden they were like, who is this guy? Like he can do everything. And yeah, where have you been hiding? And to that point, Solaire has got that talent. So to that point, the reason he is not currently a Miami Marlin is because he was only going to get paid $9 million on a player option this year. Um, obviously this is him taking a chance on himself after having a very, very good season last year all around the ball and, uh, be able to see if he can capitalize because right now, honestly, it's hard to not look at, if I showed you guys blind stats for the last couple of years and it would look very much like Teoscar Hernandez. Yeah. As far as those numbers go. And I know he, he so the, the issue with Solari's had some up down issue with, uh, with his health over the last few years. But when he's played, he's been solid. <laughs> so he doesn't have to play outfield every day in Toronto. Yeah. Play a couple of games at DH. Play over here for a little bit. He can go back to DH. This would create a good roulette, I think, out of our DH wheel <laughs> for <laughs> having Kirk, Jansen, Solaire, who needs a day off, whatever, and have crazy flexibility to that piece to really build up that team and still keep an offensive production going, especially if you don't want to spend the crazy amount is on Cody Bellinger or trade for somebody that doesn't really match up. That's my worry about trading right now. Yeah. I mean, I also think that, you know, Brandon Belt did a great job. Let's not talk, take anything away from Brandon Belt this year. He, he did what we required of him when we required it. He just didn't yes. hit for the power that we needed. And I think that what what we need is we need a threat in that DH spot where it's like, oh, crap, I just walked him. Now I got to face this dude. Like, you know, we don't have enough of those guys on the Jays where they're just pure. Can go back to these years. You had Frank yeah. Thomas for two years. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's, you know, it's imposing. Yeah, it's really imposing. And when you come in there and you're staring a hole through that guy and you, you're saying, you know what, if you hang one, I'm going to put two on the board without even trying here, buddy. So, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to walk me? Because that's no longer Vladdy. No one's scared of Vladdy anymore, right? They'll, they go, right yeah. if you have somebody to right. walk him. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You can, you can walk him because he's not fast enough to steal two. 
I mean, you're not going to walk Bo, though. You're not going to walk, you know, uh, Kiermaier or or um, uh, Biggio or uh, or or Bichette, right? Yep. Not, the only thing I think you could do to even with our current lineup structure to protect the Vladdy more <laughs> would be to put Bo behind him. Because at least Bo can hit every damn bad ball on the face of the planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, but no, that's a, it's a solid move that I think that they could find financially for, but I do think that he's somewhere in that ballpark of price wise, but I don't think the Blue Jays go past three with him is the catch. And that might be the issue. And the flip of that is the Red Sox are knocking on the door. <laughs> and so maybe he just ends up being the, Oh, only guy besides Rafael Devers that can hit for the Red Sox, but well, they, the, I don't know. the Sox are getting more aggressive now too. They, they, uh, you know, and you know, to our point a little bit about the Jays lineup. I mean, I th- I feel like this lineup minus the the ro- the really good rookies is reminiscent of a of a Orioles, you know, where it's or the Twins, where it's a bunch of kind of nobodies. There's a couple of really good guys. There's a couple of vet names. There's a couple of upcomers that when you see them, you're like, oh, that guy's incredible. Where, where has he been hiding? Well, you you're know, missing them fighting. Yeah, it, 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 we just haven't seen an Orioles game in, in six months, you know, or whatever. It, so it's one of those things where there, there's a, the, you know, and, and you can go down the list of the other guys too, of the Reese Hoskins, the, I mean, I would even, Guriel Jr., those guys. I don't know that I want any of those guys as much as I want Solaire. Um, yes. Guriel would probably be second on that list. Um, because in, it's the double, you know, um, but a guy like Reese Hoskins, I mean, you're running into that territory of the Brandon belts and the other stuff where a guy can go ice cold for three months. And you're like, wow, we just dropped, you know, 20 million on this dude. And he's, he couldn't hit a, you know, water if he fell out of a boat. Mm, um, yeah. And that's your big worry, right? Like, and this may all go away. We may go into training camp and Vladdy may be hitting him out of the stadium and, and we're like, oh, okay, there's Vladimir Guerrero again. I remember you used to play baseball. Um, but if he you used to play third base too. Yeah, if he doesn't <laughs> come back, then they have to do something because defensively Vlad's a liability. If offensively he's not hitting for power, then what is he then? I mean, yeah. I hate to be so hard on him, but it's, you know, it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's because, he, you know, it is because, you know, he's a former MVP candidate and the base of the face of the franchise. So if you're going to be the face, then we're going to be looking to you to be the one that sets the course for the rest of the team to follow, right? If right. you're not producing, if, if no one's kind of following your lead, then yeah, we, unfortunately, we have to be a little bit more critical of you, especially you got pretty good contract there. So yeah, I mean... I think Vlad needs that. The window that is closing. Yeah. Closing exactly. fast. <laughs> so you need to get something to push back into the lineup on that piece, right? So it's either you got to grab the guy and trade or get somebody for the win now situation, which I would yeah. think that Jorge Soler spells a win now move. I agree. Because I do think that they have to get him in that three year window. Otherwise, I honestly would be shocked that he gets anything outside of that. And if it is, it's because somebody got desperate. Yeah. I think somebody would rather pay up on the money or them right now and condense the money into a three-year deal to get his bat into a lineup rather than flip a lot and uh, having that extended money with somebody that's had some ups and downs. I do think he'd have a, a solid three-year tenure, but yeah. you never know. Um, I just think that the, the way the lineup is constructed, somebody like him coming in after Vladdy just makes this thing nice and lengthened out. And then you're going to get hopefully a healthy season out of, you know, fresh off their freaking injured list. Danny Jensen hitting some home runs. And yeah, then you got come on, Jensen, stay healthy. <laughs> Are man. they going back the form who will lengthen this lineup out a little bit? And then we don't know what we're going to get from that. And then the Blue Jays biggest catch on this whole thing on the end of this whole lineup is who the f- plays third. I, I, that's what I was going to say. Why can't, uh, why can't Falafel play third? <laughs> YKF is a YKF is a much better third baseman than he is an outfielder. Like, let's get that straight. He is a very good third baseman, and yeah, well, I, he's a like, he's an infielder by trade. Yeah, and funny enough, a catcher. Well, <laughs> um, but I feel like when the Yankees moved him to the outfield, they did him a big disservice because they they never brought him back in. They never even gave him a sniff. And I feel like he was like, oh well, you know, you don't want me for what I am. You're going to stick me out in the outfield you know, where, where the Yankees go to die, but yeah. you know, 
my hope is that uh, that I can, you know, for for me, he is going to be my Kevin Kiermeyer. Like I will never buy an IKF jersey. I will not support his. But I, I hope he has. You're a, buying a, my mantra too much. I, yeah, <laughs> I hope he has a great, hoping that he has the year that Kiermeyer did based on our dislike of him. Just yeah, being the gold glove winner for Christ's sake. <laughs> did you uh, to totally sidetrack it? Did you see that? Uh, Spawn God was in there repping your Bills and and Browns. Yes. How do you cheer for the Bills? I, I was I was looking for the the proper time to just throw this just in here. Just throw it in there. <laughs> you just want to stop the IKF talk as quick as humanly possible. Or, distract me or, with my Bills. You know, I could I could certainly talk Bills and I could certainly talk 49ers. You know, I mean, we don't want to go off the rails too much, but thanks, buddy, for uh, for for you know, I don't know about the Browns, but I'll, I'll I can get behind the Bills. I'm just glad I don't have to play next week with the, the the Bills don't have to play in Miami in a day game in that heat because I don't care what anybody says it, it's still hot and I, yeah. I don't either of you read what the hell the Florida or the Miami Dolphins stadium does to opposing teams well yeah it's it's like um, the way it's designed it's like a sweat box um, yeah they don't have any airflow at the bottom of the the stadium same utilities on both sides but the opposing team's bench is baking in the sun <laughs> on the other side of the field the dolphins are in the shade of course <laughs> why wouldn't you do that that's how you design a stadium i'm not knocking it i'm just saying i'm glad the bills don't have to live with it. <laughs> and i i'd rather play a cold game in buffalo and i think they would too which is so it's weird like, i mean it's you know you, you all think to there yourself on, i'd rather be in force my friends are already lining up waiting for tickets <laughs> Bill's Mafia. <laughs> get the tables. Get the tables. Devon, <laughs> get the tables. Uh, so anyway, back to the IKF part. Um, you, you hit the nail on the head, Jason. This guy won a gold glove with the Rangers yeah. in 2020 as a third base. I know that's the shortened 2022 season where it was only 55 games long. But still... The fact that he was the best defensive third baseman in the American League still says something. I just hope he can hit his body weight because I really don't know if he starts. To me, it's just great. We have another Biggio and we have another Espinal. I was going to say that. I'm like, we we kind (laughs) of already have someone similar to that, right? So we have a few people like that. A couple people. So I think think the only difference with him is, you know, defensively, he's probably better than both. Bichio and Espinal certainly at third, um, Correct. which is, uh, you know, it's the hardest position to play on the infield. Um, you know, could you possibly move Bo over? Yeah, he's got the arm to make that throw, but I don't love him there. So, I mean, you've got to get somebody that can play. I, I, I hope against hope that their plan is to have him play there. Um, you know, it is kind of interesting that Chapman hasn't signed anywhere. Um, I'm wondering, I thought somebody though. would yeah. have snapped him up by now. Um, I made the talk about Kiermaier signing about the Cody Bellinger joke earlier. How much of them grabbing IKF is just saying, hey, you know what? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe we're going to just roll the dice with our three guys that we can that yeah. can play third base and our two rookies and see what Doesn't, happens. Uh, right now, they have five guys that could play third base, but I would just say it's, do we love any of those options? Doesn't Verger play three? No. Yes, and so does Aralvis Martinez. Oh, right, so does Martinez, right. right. Oh, we're, <laughs> I wasn't getting with vibe, and I wasn't just trying to do more wrestling jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but on that fact, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if we just stumbled onto somebody that could have some potential or if we are literally having a master class on how you play the free agent market going on here. It's one or the other, I think. I don't well, think there's any in between at this point. It, it's it's hard because I'm part of me is wondering, is like, okay, does Ross Atkins already have people sign and we're just not announcing it just to make no. it seem like, oh, we're not doing anything at all? You know, or could, it could be something to the fact that, okay, 
should like if we get Chapman back, do we consider that as a great addition or are we kind of like his fallback position because he didn't get signed by another team? That's what kind of makes me question about Kiermaier as much as I'm happy that he's back. But I'm like, were we his first choice or are we his backup choice? And I, don't I know think if- at this point, at the age he is and all the rest of it, I think he probably didn't get too much more than what the Jays offered him. Okay. Um, he might have had a bone thrown at him by a couple of other teams, but it probably wasn't the same amount of money. It was probably a pretty good haircut to go wherever. He's established on a comfort too. He yeah, already knows what like he's getting into. 100%. He's established in Toronto now. He's been there for a year and da, da, da. you know, it's it's one of those things where you, you, you it's the devil you know. It's like I said, like I mean if you're going to go for somebody out of that pool, like I was surprised be, that they didn't make more of a push for Hernandez or Lourdes because they know them. They know they can both produce. The 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 dugout already likes them. They're walking right into Jacket Town and the Barrio and all that stuff and so, I mean, you're right, Ken. What do you do? Now, Chapman's an interesting duck because I feel like he's similar where there haven't been a lot of teams that have made any kind of significant offer his way. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Craig, but is he a free, is he a restricted free agent or is he a free agent? He's free agent, free agent. He's so, a Boris client. So he is, Boris is pl- trying to be the other one here to that ulterior part yeah. of that I was calling out, <laughs> trying to play the game just as much. And this is why, oh, the Blue Jays, don't worry. You'll give them a giant brick of money to make sure you can come back and beat an all-star for you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever seen a professional league at any level who lately has been willing to try guys out and had success with it? I mean, in no other professional sports league, maybe hockey right now, maybe hockey has a little bit of that Major League Baseball you know, mentality where it's like, oh, you want $40 million to play third base? We got a dude right here who can play third base. He's done it his whole life. And he might be better than you, so we're going to give him a chance. So you and like we just said, we got five of those guys. Yeah. And <laughs> so I feel like the Jays, even though, you know, Ross Adkins and no one has come out to say it, I feel like they were happy to be in the talks for those players. I don't know if any of the three of us or anyone else actually thought that we were going to get Otani. Um, you know, I think it was maybe a possibility, but I think it was a snowball's chance in hell. Um, but that being said, it made the Jays relevant. It made people in baseball sit up and go, wait a second. The Jays are willing to spend this kind of money on Otani if he's in this race right now. Now, we were kind of mad at Otani when he sat at home and didn't say anything about the plane and all the rest of that crap. It may have worked the opposite as a successful thing for the Jays because what it shows somebody who's coming up, let's just say Ronald Acuna is up for a contract next year. Ronald Acuna may say, hey, I would consider going to the Blue Jays. They've got the pockets to carry me, right? So it's it's one of those things, and the Orioles are going to run into a rush of dudes, no pun intended, um, that are going to run into this situation, and they're they're not going to be able to control them all. The, the Toronto Maple Leafs are a perfect example of this right now. They have the five highest paid players in the NHL under contract. You, you can't do that. It just doesn't work. So unlike Otani, where he can offset his money, they can't do that. And so what you're looking at here is you're looking at teams are going to be much more thrifty with what they're doing. And you may see a guy like Chapman make it all the way through to next season and not have a deal. And it may come down to somebody getting hurt at spring training or, you know, just a lack of third baseman somewhere or, you know, the Yankees or the Mets or one of the the golden teams saying, you know what, we'll throw 30 million at him for two years and let's see if we can't get a gold glove out of him for for a year. But I mean, it's not one of those things where, where anybody's a guarantee anymore. And baseball is proving that if you've got good rookies, you were what your teams are willing to try. Now they're willing to give them way more rope than they did five years ago. And I mean, you don't see it in any other sport, you know, like I said, maybe a little bit in hockey right now where they're really willing to give um, rookies and second year guys sort of the run of the the thing until they screw up. And once you've screwed up a couple of times, we may never see you again. It was nice to see you when we did. But, uh, um, you know, it's it's sort of fun to watch Major League Baseball right now with the chances what people are willing to take on, guys. I, um, a name popped into my head when you were talking about maybe Chapman just 
really does weigh it out, right? <laughs> does anybody remember what happened to Michael Conforto? Mm-hmm. It was the yeah, same very thing. similar. He ended up sitting out most of the season, got ready, started coming back. Hurt. Yeah. And that happens. I mean, think about guy, when guys pulled out in hockey. What ha- What's the first thing that happened? They pulled their groin two games in. It always <laughs> happens. They've had months off to try and prep their hey, groins. Hey, hey. Get off the lower body injury, right? Yeah. It's not a yeah. groin injury. It's a lower body injury. Ah. <laughs> so, but on that note, I just have to give a shout out here because we got a, a, a car listener on his way home. So thank you, Chris, for joining into the show and listening in while wherever you happen to be wandering. Oh, I know where he is. I knew he was one of your buddies. He's in the <laughs> He's in the pitch black abyss in North Vancouver right now. Chris is a good dude. His kid, Matias, plays on my son Carter's team. Um, great guy. Unbelievable beard. He might have beard of the year. He might have UP for beard of the year. Um, yeah. Just on the point, I love the picture on the profile, too, there, Chris. Well played. <laughs> He's a solid dude. So thanks for listening, Chris. <laughs> so um, I happen to look ahead and... Um, you got me thinking. It's like, oh, who is the free agent in the next class? It's going to be fucking Garrett Cole. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's going to opt out. It was yeah. Like oh, yeah. Cy Young Awards. He's going to want crazy money when he sees when, you know, Otani only pitches half the time and didn't even make any money this season for pitching. Yeah. He want that kind of money is what Garrett Cole is going to walk out into New York and be like, give me this. And he hates I just don't Yeah. He hates me abundantly clear. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes there for the Yankees. And I still don't understand how Cashman and Anna Boone have both jobs at this point in New York. It doesn't make any sense to me. And yet, hurry up and put a team together around that. I just, I, I'm wondering if they're going to have the same problem again this year, regardless of having, you know, uh, Soto and everybody all in that same dugout. And it's threatening. It's okay. okay great. Well, who can throw the ball across the plate? None of them. Just him. Just him. The rest Marcus Strowman's bet- knocking on the door, going, "Can I play in New York?" Yeah. I was going to mention Strowman. Yeah, because I think it's, it looks like he is. Looks like he is going to be coming, a, or at least showing interest in the Yankees. And well, he's know. shown interest. He's showing interest in, he's showing interest in my slow pitch team. Is what he's showing. Like he'd go anywhere right now. Yeah. Who was the other player that said that the other day? That there's like, oh, it was um, crap. The pitcher for, that was on the Padres last year it used to be a rare. Snell. Snell. Yeah. Snell. Snell was saying he would love to play for New York. And then about five minutes after that, Stroman goes, Ooh, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a side note, uh, Blake Snell runs a really cool baseball program. He's from central Washington. Um, and he runs this really neat baseball program out of central Washington. Um, if you've got kids who are in, you know, in baseball and you're looking for camps in the summer and stuff, I mean, how do you beat that? I mean, you've got a, um, a major leaguer, uh, one of the best pitchers in the game who's running camps out of uh, Washington State. So check him out. Like Snell doing a great job down there. Good deal. Speaking of baseball, how's your guys' program? You have an off-season fun yet? It's so <laughs> funny. Literally, <laughs> as we speak, um, we are set to go down to Inside Performance, which is our really one of the only indoor training facilities we do have in the lower mainland here. So the boys have moved to North shore baseball, big ups, North shore baseball. Um, so they're switching out of little league this year and transitioning into what's called baseball BC or baseball Canada. So that's uh, it's different because it's single age groups. Um, it's USSA bats. So it's the cheater bats, which we, I'm already watched both of them display the difference between what a USA bat and a USSA bat is. And I don't know if you guys saw, did you guys see the uh, major leaguers hitting the aluminum bats uh, down in the Caribbean or wherever it was? No. I mean, they're hitting the one with like Gunnar Henderson and... Uh, yeah, they're hitting them like, uh, like holidays, right? 500 feet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so far, not only they're unrestricted, you can't go get them. They're gone. And it- Bubba Shutt's done that a few times, too, where it's yeah. hit off like basically a pier into the middle of the ocean. So... <laughs> I'm we're waiting excited. for the Seinfeld thing to happen where somebody just is like, oh, there's a beached whale on the... <laughs> like, all the sea was baseball. angry that day, my friends. <laughs> the sea was angry, like an old man trying to turn soup. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, so we're stoked. I mean, it's we got our training starting tonight. Um, I am stoked because I don't have to teach this part of it. I just go down and watch them hit on the hit tracks and, and all kinds of fun life. stuff like that. And uh, on the flip side, uh, Carter, my other son, 
uh, has dove both feet into golf. And he is, I mean, we played every day when we were in Maui and he is very serious about it. He always has a new idea for how I can design something inside the garage or house or backyard for him to play more golf. So, you know, it's the, the fun never stops around here. I could be busy for years and years. I need three we jobs. Got shipping and, Matt the other day. I showed yeah. up the one of the little fr- the Velcro uh, practice golf balls that we can hit across the living room. Oh, that's great. I, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like playing darts with, with a, uh, you know, pitching. He got one of those. I don't know if you guys have seen this thing, but he got a putting mat that you can actually put things underneath and it changes the undulation of the mat. And it's about, it's about two feet wide. So it gives you an idea. Yeah. It's really neat. Nice. We, wow. we putted with it the other night and, I mean, you could really learn pace and speed and, and, you know, the things that you need to work on for putting. But, uh, yeah, it does make it tough when it rains as much as it does here. We did get out on the weekend and played around, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's tough from here on out. So now that we're done with the ad for pro- the affiliate marketing portion of the show. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't make any money. <laughs> We're all here because we love our shenanigans and cloud talking Blue Jays baseball, but maybe someday we'll be somebody will pay us for our time. We'll see what happens. So, but anyway, guys, we're getting to the 15 minute mark. Is there anybody that you wanted to talk about? I went on a little bit of a small rant last week of how I thought Reese Hoskins was the other fit for this DH spot slash corner outfielder fund that we're dealing with here. Is there anybody that like or him you want to talk about? As we're sitting here, you know, in the fact that something's got to give here for the Toronto Blue Jays, I don't really think so. Not not from my not from my end. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel like I think the other guy that slots into that above Reese Hoskins for me is um, Lourdes Grail. Um Then you won't he, get him anymore, though. What's that? He's off the board. Oh, he is. Where'd yeah. he go? He signed with the Diamondbacks. Oh, three-year oh, deal. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, I still think you know, uh, uh, based on on need and and coolness factor. I mean, I would take Joey Votto before I would take Reese Hoskins. Um, I'm I'm not a big Reese Hoskins fan. Um, I feel like he's one of those guys who, um, who, if he doesn't get what he wants, he takes his ball and goes somewhere else, or at least takes his playing skill and goes somewhere else. You know, like. He's gone dry. If you look at his career, he's gone dry in big spells. And um, I don't know that he's a, a, a real super team guy, but I mean, you know, what the hell do I, I mean, know? I always just thought that he was one of those guys right now, if you were going to buy low on somebody, he's got the talent. And right now, maybe you capitalize as a Blue Jay fan right now in Blue Jay's front office, knowing he needs that. <laughs> Dangle the one-year deal in front of him. Yeah, oh, in front of money to do it. And say, put up or shut up. And see yeah. what happens. And maybe Which is get gonna the best happen. people out of them. Do you guys this. know this is going to happen, right? In the next couple of weeks, you're going to see a lot of put up, put up or shut ups. And you will yep. see guys signing one-year deals. Um, yep. And, and, you know, who knows? You, you, sometimes you can really get some amazing baseball out of somebody who's backed themselves against a wall and hoping to make, you know, double what they're making for the year. Um it's amazing how that makes you hit the ball further and better and and Last steal I knew, I think that's the reason the Yankees are paying a fuck ton of money to Aaron Judge. Just <laughs> saying, you're like he, he is, literally did the put up or shut up. He goes, no, I don't like your pre your spring training deal. Right. But I'm just gonna go hit 66 freaking home runs. <laughs> And then you're going to pay me. <laughs> oh, remember, sit. I'm going to the Giants. You better yeah. hurry up and pay. <laughs> and then I'm going to sit on my butt and do nothing. Um, yeah. I mean, he, and to that point, I, I think Aaron Judge is that good of a player. He just needs to stay on the damn field. And it, and this, it makes me wonder about certain things. And I think I call this the Giancarlo Stanton like line. <laughs> There's a point, bad. I think, for baseball players that buff, too buff is a problem. <laughs> And then there's the the guy that's, you know, like some of these guys we see around there athletic, right? Baseball is not a game of being monstrously oversized. I think there's that you need that flexibility. And if you get to the point where you're just so beefy, there's nowhere for the tendons and shit to go. If you can't bend, you can't bend. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a balance. It ha- it, it, I think the, di- the 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 Rays have proven that the more athletic the person, the better the baseball. So, I mean, I think we're, you know, like you said, we're going to see more of that. Like, 
even just looking at Addison Barger play when he was playing, a, what was that, a month ago in that um, Mexican yeah, league or whatever they were playing, yep. ball league, he looked spelt. He looked like he dropped 15 pounds and, you know, he, he kept the muscle and kept the, you know, kept the the body size, but dropped the, the middle. Um, you know, we all saw Vladdy come back a little bit slimmer and then it, that caught up to him pretty quick. Um, eating those. We also seen that Alec Manoa is apparently in the best shape of his life. If you watch his Instagram feed, how? <laughs> Just I, what's he gonna do? Yeah. So is he still a? There's J? your wild card. There's your He's wild still card. A J, still right? a J. Yeah, he is He's still a hundred percent a J. Um, and I think the more ironic thing is the Blue Jays have been supposedly handling calls for him. <laughs> Good. So makes me wonder what lack thereof you're gonna get from. Yeah, him. don't let the door hit you or the Good Lord split you. See ya. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm still curious. There, there's enough ad, athleticism and enough tenacity there that I, I, I'm, I'm still intrigued. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the, the catch is he's on a, the shortest of short leech, leashes when you have Ricky Tiedemann doing what he did in the fall league. Well, <laughs> snipping up and coming up. I'm so excited to see Ricky Tiedemann at uh, spring training. Yeah. What are we like here. 40 days away or something from pitchers and catchers? Or Yep. You're about right. Usually late February. The so, uh, it, it was interesting. We're talking about maybe going down and playing in a tournament second week of spring break. Um, and second week of spring break, they've actually, I don't know if anyone that's going to spring training this year, you should check because they're actually starting the games earlier this year than they have in the past. And they're ending them right at the end of the first week of spring break technically. So if you're there in Arizona or Florida from the second week, you may not see a game. Um, so check your local listings. Um, there it is. <laughs> Make sure you check the schedules. Cause I went to look and I was like, Oh, we'll miss it all. But yeah. it's yeah. interesting to think about some of those training camps. Like the Dodgers training camp is already a bit insane. They share a facility with the white Sox. It's a really neat facility. You can walk all over the place. They don't really stop you from doing much except getting close to the Dodgers. The white Sox, you could walk right into the dugout. I feel like, and maybe take a couple of rips. That's how Dunedin used to feel, too, by the way, because the dugout was, boom, right there. (laughs) The Dodgers keep you pretty far away. I don't even want, and it's busy. Like, I mean, when we went, you had to fist fight your way in to get even close to the guys, and big ups to Urias. He stuck around, and he signed everything from every kid. He was there for an extra 40 minutes when every superstar walked by. He walked up and down the line and up and down the line and just kept doing it. So anyways. I just was thinking at how insanely busy that complex in Arizona is going to be for Shohei's debut. Oh, and man. now, I mean, now they're just loading up, right? Like they're just putting it to a point of, of insane. Like who you else can they get? Can just see him. Like, and, uh, that's the catch. He's, he's still recovering from Tommy John's surgery. Everybody forgets that. <laughs> he's still, still matching his DH, 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 DH all day, every day. But I, there's still this whole, like, you know, yeah. Throw no throwing of that whole area. <laughs> Chris Hatterberg, Scott Hatterberg, right. yeah, Gotti, Kirk Gibson. It you know. Kirk Gibson. So I think it's funny what you just said about being up close and personal with basically the uh, you know spring training camp. That has been the wonderful thing I love about going to Blue Jays games and Dineen. And I think the Blue Jays marketing team hit another one out of the park here because it actually says on their spring training. Um, schedule. I just am noticing this up close and uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, this offseason's pretty damn uncomfortable. And you want me to get up close with it? <laughs> so I actually point, think if we don't go to to Phoenix this year, I would I would love to try and go to Florida. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard nothing but insane things about that facility for the Jays and um you know, it would be fun. The boys have now seen a bunch of the, you know, a bunch of the teams down in, in Arizona. It might be fun to go the other way and see some of the ones you don't get to see too often. It's a big trip over to Florida from from this side of the rock. Hmm. If you end up doing it, the weekend I'm trying to go down there is Friday the 15th of March. If you want to try and figure that out, I'm going to do the Detroit game. Then we're going to Clearwater's. My mom's a Yankee fan. And then we're going to just go to the... Day game on Sunday and and get out. There you go. Nice. So it's gonna be a fun short weekend, but it'll be three ball games and basically a day of that. Yeah, you gotta do. Just imagine the amount of night trains and beer you'll have in you. You'll be not worried about it. Fifty percent beer. 
<laughs> Especially, I've been, I used to go to Dunedin every year. And um, unfortunately, the last year I went was 2015. <laughs> because really? I just couldn't, I got hurt at work and I had uh, trouble traveling and stuff like that. And then I changed my job. So I just wasn't down there as much as I was. I had friends that live in Dunedin. So that I graduated from college with up here in New York <laughs> and just kept going back and forth and visiting them. And um, just in the midst of that, I would go to the ball club, a ballpark early and hang out and goof around. It's funny enough how I got doing some of this stuff and how we are, but it is an insanely good time. I cannot say enough good things about the town of Dunedin, a place that has more bars and breweries per capita than people. (laughs) 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 And yeah, well, to your point, there will be a hundred billion times for send more stumbling and fumbling around. I will be uh, enjoying, but the ball game, there's always this guy and I, I'm assuming he's affiliated with the actual Dean Blue Jays somehow because he's like the B beer guy. It's walking around going, who needs a beer? If you can't catch a ball, catch a buzz. <laughs> and all these things. He's just got all these zingers. And it was great. <laughs> so it was a good time, though. But I cannot say enough good things about the environment in that little ballpark and the proximity that you would never get anywhere outside of Major League Baseball spring training camp. Oh, it's crazy, so, man. Like, I, when I was a kid, we used to go down to, from Ontario, we would go down to, to Florida and go to, to spring training. And my, my I, I've been told this story many times. I was picked up by Johnny Bench and put onto the field while a game was in process. There's a, <laughs> a game going on, and he put me down on the field, and I was, I guess, in the dugout with Pete Rose and Johnny Bench and... And all oh, the rest wow. of this stuff. And then he just lifted me back up and into the crowd and another little dude down and into the, like, <laughs> you would never see that nowadays. But no. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's something about baseball that's so romantic that that's why, you know, if I go back down this year, like I want to go to the, apparently the Brewers and the, um, uh, the Mariners compounds are really like really up close and personal, like where you can high five guys as they're walking by, but it's, it's a controlled baseball fans know that you can't go like one of the things that I can't stand right now is the kids at hockey games asking for sticks. Like, like, give me a stick, give me a stick, give me one of your $400 sticks. Like, I know you didn't pay for it, but it gets to it where it's a little ridiculous where, you know, like a kid in a baseball game is just so unbelievably happy with a ball, a $9 baseball, whether it was hit there, thrown there, whatever. And it, you know, it, it gets to sort of this lost where these kids are now making signs just to get, you know, a, a stick. And the next piece is lost to your yeah, point. It's, yeah. it's lost. Throw a puck over the glass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's something so romantic about, you know, like even when we were down last year and we were at the Dodgers game and, and we we're close enough to Gavin Lux in, in right field that we're talking to him. Like he's literally talking to us while the game's going on. The guys from the Phillies weren't just cool, but. Um, he was certainly pretty cool. And, um, you know, we, I've seen other ones, like we saw Gabby Moreno, he turned right around and I had a Jay's hat on and he, he, I was like, Hey Gabby, you know, good luck. Da, da, da. And he, he was like, thanks man. You know, I, I, I didn't want to leave, but you know, I'm here now. And I was like, wow. Like, like I'm just one guy here at a, and that was Jay's, uh, no, who was that? Uh, whoever it was, the Diamondbacks were up 10 in the first inning and Moreno hit three home runs that day. And we were just like, wow. oh, super glad we gave up on him. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's a good thing he was the big tree to that trade. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's funny you mentioned the whole running into people and whatnot. I, I feel like I stole the mantra of this from a conversation I actually had with Roddy Telez while I was literally drinking beer in the middle of the evening and I ran into Roddy Telez. <laughs> so... Um, Good vibes, good times, good people. Have yeah. a beer. That's all it is about here, yeah. talking baseball. So I want to, before we do go off the air here, guys, I, I know you two have seen it, but I want to make sure that the Blue Jays fans listening to the show are aware of all these stupid things we're doing from our social media. <laughs> Other than the fact that, um, you know, you guys and I, obviously we throw anything we can think of up on Instagram and talk whatever. But I wanted to talk specifically that I've been goofing around with the artificial intelligence photo generation with stupid blue jayisms and is typing random crap in there so i've been putting up what i've been calling ai trivia night and i've been putting pictures up and this week was a few, featured a few pictures from the bringer of rain 
<laughs> that people did a very good job at guessing. I didn't make it too hard, but it still was fun. <laughs> but I wanted to share some of these stupid ones that came up and we'll give the behind the scenes action going on here a little bit so Blue Jays fans can see all the stupid that comes up from these. This is not a perfect technology and I don't think it ever will be to a certain point. But the first one, this was one of the ones I did put up and I guys, nice. I just loved it because it, like to me, it looks like freaking baseball gun flash dance. Just awesome. Spray yes. water so much. I mean, just serious AI is, this is cool stuff. It is. Yes. And then and I know that you started doing this just to try and find handsomer pictures of us, but you know, it's... <laughs> and then the other one that actually I selected for AI trivia night was this guy here of Josh Donaldson is going exactly bazooka for thunderbolt lightning here in the rain to get going. But to that point, it's screamed off Donaldson's attitude to me. What though, you know, the Donaldson dash and some of those silly things like that. But yeah. let's just look, look at some, let's look at the B and C and, you know, there was the one F part where the role here that I shared with you guys in the midst of the goofing around here. These were the first ones that came up when I typed in Blue Jays, bring her rain, hit a home run. <laughs> so I thought this one was kind of odd because it's like, okay, where the rest of his leg go? It's like it's buried. Hey, is that ball going to hit him in the face? That's what I'm wondering. Kinda He's looks trying to like get it. Beamed. I don't think it's leaving. I think I it's actually wouldn't mind hitting Josh Donaldson with a ball in the face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzing. It's not exactly the guy we fell in love with in 2015. No, he's not. This one came out pretty cool, but I was like, who the hell is Bodes? Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I thought rain. it was kind of ironic that this kind of looks like Ryan Goins running home after the time. <laughs> <laughs> running. <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> it's coming. That's <laughs> uh, funny. If there's any, so one of the things, Craig, is, is I know that there's a bunch of uh, uh, kids and parents from, um, from the boys hockey teams that are listening today. If you guys do any of this fun stuff, if you AI or, or do any uh, picture generation like this, just send it through to me. We'll put it up. We'll get it out there. We'll have some fun with it. This is the kind yeah. of stuff where, where we try and make this podcast or this, this a little different than everyone else. We, we want you guys involved. We want questions. We want, you know, even if you send little video clips, we'll throw you up on the thing. So oh, get, get involved. Absolutely. And to that point, the reason I'm doing the AI generation stuff is because I've asked repeatedly of our fans, if you have fun fan art, weird things, I had a logo contest that I got zero input from two years ago when we started this show. Or not two years when we started this show. I started in 2015 because of a dumb rot joke in a bar with Roddy Telez, as I mentioned. And so in the midst of this whole thing, I, like I said, if you have something cool, we will show it on this show and we will give you all the credit in the world and show all the blue jays fans what you have done and accomplished on our twitter account and whatnot instagram where we're actually recording live for the first time as a group and it's working shocking yes and then now if i can only get like 100 subscribers so blue jays fans give us 100 subscribers i can get us live on twitter or on tiktok too what's a tiktok so what's a tiktok that's the thing you dance in right kind of like uh what's this you know the quasi zach russell martin here going what the hell is yeah if you people out there in podcast land get us on to tiktok i'll do a tiktok dance promise that's a promise. The, the cast is on it. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be have fun. Hurry up and get us to a hundred followers, and we'll find a stupid way to reward all of you. Yeah, I have my daughter teach me what a TikTok dance actually is. So, yeah, it might look very robotic and odd, yeah, but it will. It's it It'll look awkward. <laughs> Ken, have you never been driving along or walking along and seen a bunch of teenage girls put their phone down and then start going like all in sync? Yeah, or close to sync? I saw that's a TikTok dance. <laughs> I, I know sometimes they look like they're having a seizure and yep. you need to run in there with a pencil and make sure they don't choke hey. on their tongue, but hey, 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 it might be, and... it might be as awkward as this shitty photo when you type in rain. <laughs> the video, the video oh, listeners are going to love seeing this. bird shit everywhere? Thanks, that AI. I'm glad that they're doing this. Look at their laughing it's at It's raining. Too. Not something that's like, oh, I can't tell if they're celebrating or laughing. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh boy! Uh, but then eventually we got. I got to do some other goofy ones that were my kind of more in the ballpark uh, comic book character here. The comic ones. I thought look this good. one was. I like those. I thought this one was pretty actually badass. It's like okay, I could see that one actually on a comic book. <laughs> yes. But it's 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 crazy. 
some of the well, I love some of the weird text it does. It's like, okay, I got bringer kind of <laughs> bringer <laughs> rain. Bring a ram. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one would be perfect if it said <laughs> like we were talking about in the pregame show. <laughs> Good stuff. But anyways, that's the fun you can have. Funny enough, right on it. If anybody hasn't noticed, this is nice and free. Microsoft Bing. Have fun. Send us some goofy stuff. Like I said, we're more than happy to, especially the off season here on the show. And like I said, if I get some good pictures every week, I'll just put them up on all of our social media and we can have some fun to chat. Absolutely. So anything else, gentlemen? No, I'm done. (laughs) Off into the ether. Absolutely. Good deal. All right, Blue Jays fans. So thank you very much for joining the gang again tonight. We are back together, ready to start the year 2024. We do have some hopefully very cool things that I'm going to get going here with all of us on this show for the extended part of the year. And just see if we can get, have some fun baseball stuff in general here. And obviously Blue Jays focus, but we have some fun with baseball bloopers and some other stupid things. And just make sure we keep the conversation going. Like I said, we are here to have fun. We are here to be the Blue Jays barroom chat for all Blue Jays fans. And I don't care. Kids, yo, it's not a bad bar. You can come in, have fun, throw chicken wings and whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you join us each week, Monday evenings, 7 p.m. Eastern. And we'll be here live on Instagram, everything except TikTok right now, social media wise. And if you miss us during the podcast on the live part here, make sure you find us wherever you get your podcasting pleasures from. And we're here, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fanside.com. And I think we know what time it is now, gentlemen. Yeah, it's yeah. weird, actually, doing this now by myself. <laughs> One, two, three. Woo! Let's go, Blue Jays. Go, Jays, go. Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdwatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays, go. Woo! Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.